The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The NFL playoffs are heating up and MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SGP. For a limited time only, both new and existing customers can get a deposit bonus of up to $500 on your next deposit. Remember, that's code SGP, and you can get a deposit bonus of up to $500 only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code as it is for everything. SGP. Time. Show where we will be breaking down this weekend's fight between 
cowboy Donald Cerrone and the returning Conor McGregor. We will also be touching on the WWE Royal Rumble on this show because that takes place next weekend. And I'll be giving you my quick opinions on this weekend's NFL Championship games. We're going to start, of course, by looking at the UFC card this weekend and of course primarily focusing on the main events this is a vital main event not only for the fighters it's the big fight that Donald Cerrone has been waiting for it's Conor McGregor's comeback after 15 months out after humiliating defeat by Khabib but it's also big for the UFC as well because this is their cash cow there are loads of other big money fights out there for Conor McGregor if he can get past Donald Cowboy Cerrone and I'm talking short of the unwinnable rematch against Khabib Namogamadov. I don't think that's a direction that Conor McGregor is going to want to go in because Khabib Namogamadov wins that fight 99 times out of 100. I would say not even nine times out of 10, I think would be an exaggeration. I think Conor maybe hits that left one time in 99 fights and puts him down. That's how sure I am of Khabib having the tools to win that matchup. We've previously cashed on Khabib for over four units. I think it was the biggest bet in history of lockbetting.com short of um, of the futures pays that we do at the start of the soccer season. So let's have a look at this matchup and how these two fare. Um, For me, Donald Cerrone is going to have to move away from his striking game in order to win this because Conor McGregor is the superior fighter in this one. Um, He's the much better boxer, better movement on the feet, and he probably has more power despite the fact that he's the man who moved up into this way. And uh, previously in press conferences, there was um, skepticism from the 155ers if, if McGregor could move up but that's that's ancient history now he has moved up semi-successfully because he has suffered losses at this weight but um, I still think he carries over the power I think that's been proven with the fact that he um, disposed of the likes of uh, Eddie Alvarez with this kind of power and um, I am expecting the same but that's if Conor McGregor is the same now it has to be the same Conor McGregor because the narrative that the Cerrone camp are putting out for this fight is that Conor McGregor has a left hand and a first round but even if that narrative is true, Cerrone needs to get out of this first round and the prices indicate that that may not happen because Conor McGregor is 1-2 to two to win via knockout or TKO and 6-4, to four, so plus 150, to win this one in round one. I have a feeling that Cerrone could go down in round one or two, but again... I'm not going to be taking that at one to three, which is what Conor is to win this fight, just in case it's not the same Conor McGregor. Now, bear in mind, he took 15 months out after losing to Khabib. And when he came back uh, and from the Khabib fight, that was off the back of the Mayweather thing. So that whole boxing charade that he went off and did. So he hasn't fought a lot. It's been a long, 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 long time since this dude was a regular full-time MMA guy. And that's going to have an effect on you, no matter how many repetitions and hours and things of that nature that you can go and do 
in the gym and to prepare for fights. There's nothing like being out there in the actual octagon. And this isn't your usual tune-up fight. Cerrone's been fighting. Cerrone's been fighting more than anybody in the UFC. He's had more fights, more knockouts. So this isn't a guy who's ever going to have any rust on him. So... For Conor McGregor to be the minus 300 favorite coming into this, he needs to be the old Conor McGregor. There needs to be clear and substantial evidence that this is the same Conor McGregor before that was knocking dudes out with that left hand and um, just the cocky, sure, confident Conor McGregor that everybody loved. And that could be another factor. Everybody doesn't love Conor McGregor anymore. He's proven himself to be a bit of a dick over the last two, three years. I mean, I always thought he was a dick anyway. Never been a fan at all. Always rooted against McGregor unless I had uh, some money on him, like I had money on him on that money line when he was a slight underdog against Aldo. Cashed in there nicely because um, Aldo froze in that fight. I do believe if they even had that fight again, Aldo would have won it, but I think I was really looking at an immediate rematch there. I think Aldo himself has faded more so recently over the years. But um, in this instance, for me, I don't think I want to play Connor at minus 300. If I did play him, I would at least take it to minus 200 for the knockout. And uh, I'd be interested in knockouts in rounds one or two. I think once it moves past that, the advantage moves over to Cerrone because he has been fighting more. He's more used to three or five round fights. Um, he has more weapons to win this fight as well. If he can keep it uh, at range, um, he has a better chance of winning the fight. Uh, he needs to keep it on his... Um, he needs to keep it with... Um, leg kicks as well. I don't think he wants to engage in a fist fight with Connor. Um, he also um, will be better on the ground. Now, that isn't the advantage that we thought it was because so, despite all of the negatives that came out of the Khabib Namagamadov fight where Colin was schooled, uh, Colin, Connor was schooled on the mat he was schooled by the best wrestler in UFC history, possibly. It, well, he could be, in my opinion, anyway. And um, he still was able to defend quite a few of those takedowns and did hold off that submission until the fourth round. So it wasn't as... It was clear-cut in terms of who was dominating the fight, but Khabib wasn't able to just have his way with him. And in all, and the reason behind that was because Connor probably did loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of hours of wrestling in order to defend that because that was the way Khabib was going to win the fight. But you can't just cram in hours and hours of wrestling and be able to get in there with Khabib and Amalgamadov. Now with the hours of hours of wrestling in the bank because it's not going to be something that fell out of his head all of a sudden. It would probably just need a nice touch-up on this camp. I think that wrestling would be substantial enough all those hours in the bank to survive the onslaught of Cowboy Cerrone if he can get him down to the ground and he chooses to go down that route, which I think would be advisable because even though Connor will be able to defend it, he would still be taking rounds on the cards here at this juncture. And while I don't expect it to go to the scorecards, I think uh, Cowboy's strategy would be best suited to, to do that. Um, if Cowboy can mix wrestling and he can lock up a submission in any round uh, or even take it to the championship rounds, he will find a way to win this, which again proves that there isn't really any value in the minus 300 on Connor because Cowboy can survive 
what Connor throws because even though I don't agree that he's one round of the left hand, I do think he's two rounds of the left hand. So it's not a million miles off. It's not that insulting when you look at Conor McGregor's history because the final three rounds will certainly favor Cowboy. And if he can get past rounds one and two, and then he can implement the wrestling and look for submissions and then use his superior cardio, he will be able to win this fight. Um, He's not as durable as he used to be. Um, so I don't think he'll actually will go down to the judges. I think this fight is probably two years too late for, for Cowboy. But then I think if it had been two years ago anyway, you would have 100% been getting Connor in his prime and Cowboy would have been knocked out because Connor would have found the shot to do it. So I think in, even though Cowboy isn't in his prime, in a weird way, the timing does suit him. This is his best chance to beat Conor McGregor because of the rust. And if Conor was to lose this fight... I don't know how he comes back from this at all. Um, I think it's more favorable for, for Connor to avoid, to win this fight and then avoid the Khabib fight because there are other fights he can take. I think the uh, the Diaz part three rematch is a bigger fight and more winnable. Um, I honestly think it's a bigger fight in terms of what it will generate financially because I don't think anybody really believes that Connor and Khabib is going to be any closer this second time around. So... For me, I would avoid that at all costs and uh, I would be looking for other fighters in this division and um, I think Diaz part three is the big money fight. But it's big money for everybody. It's not big money for Cerrone because this is the biggest as it can get and this would be the biggest win of his career without doubt. But it's big for Conor and most importantly, it's big for the UFC. The UFC will be wanting their guy, Connor, to get out of this fight with the W and move on to bigger and better, more profitable fights. So um, I, I think this one for me is, is a bit of a stairway, to be honest with you. On this card, we also have a rematch between uh, Holly Holm and Raquel Pennington. Uh, these two fought back in 2015. It was Holmes' UFC debut. She ended up winning a split decision. Um, I don't know how much has changed here, really. Um, I mean, Holmes, since then, has obviously gone and had that massive victory over Ronda Rousey. But her career has kind of gone downhill since then. But I still think that um, she's still obviously going to be the best boxer on the division so when when it comes down to to stand up and and kickboxing um i don't think anybody is in uh holly holmes level other than maybe if you're talking about um i don't know actually in terms in terms of technique uh, it's hard to it's hard to say obviously there are fighters that have worked out holly holmes she has had um, a, lo- a load of losses um, since that since that Ronda Rousey fight, but I don't think Rackle Pennington is going to be one of those people. Um, Holmes is levels above Pennington in the striking department. Holly Holmes will get the job done here. I think in a fifteen minute striking battle, um, I don't think she'll be taken down. Um, I think last time they fought. Um, looking at the stats here, yeah, Pennington was 0 and 5 on takedowns in the first matchup, and um, she also flew uh, through and landed um, less significant strikes by a significant amount. Therefore, I think this one plays out exactly the same. Um, I don't see anything here other than Holly Holm winning this fight on points, so that was going to be my pick here in this one. And uh, I'm looking here on the the odds checker site in terms of what's the best possible price that you can find on that because obviously Holly Holmes to win 
you can take that at a, just um, just short of uh, minus one twenty. In fact, I'm seeing it at eight to eleven best price. So she is a slight favourite going into this. But for me, I don't see Holly Holm stopping her here at all. I just don't see that being the case. I think this one is going to be a fight that basically stays on the feet with Holly, with Holly Holmes basically uh, jabbing it out at range. And uh, I think points is the real way to go here. But, I mean, I saw earlier that you could pick this up at around about six to four. So I'm just going to double check that for you guys now. Uh, Holly Holm, Rackle Pennington. Yeah, best price on Holly Holm to win regularly is eight to 11. And uh, the method of victory... Actually, you can get that at, um, yeah, you can only get that at around about six to five. So the six to four is gone. Well, one is, reason I just took a little bit of time to check that is because previously I've obviously put out stuff here and uh, people get a little bit pissy when the podcast comes out and the price isn't there. So I'm giving you the price as close to the day as I can. I'm recording this at uh, 2 p.m. UK time on Friday afternoon. So that's going to be, um, do the time differences here, 9 a.m. Um, in America. And it depends where you are. If you're on the West Coast, it's going to be 6 a.m. So these prices are correct as of that time. And the line has moved here for Holly Holm being a 6-4 um, to four favorite to take this on points decision to now being six to five so we're 100 accurate here on that as we record this show moving on to the next fight we're gonna we're gonna look at here on this card uh, we're not gonna look at too many obviously if you want the um the full picks and the official picks then uh, head over to my website lockbetting.com we're just gonna look at a few others um Alexa Grasso versus Claudia Gadela, which is an absolute toss-up. For me, I don't have a strong opinion as to really who wins this. I think um, Claudia Gadella is going to be a lot stronger in the early rounds, going to be trying to stop this look for submission and whatnot. But I think the later rounds will favor um, Alexa Grasso. I do think it goes to the later rounds. Like most women's fights, it goes to points. It's one to two to go to distance, and it probably will go to distance. In fact, I would be looking at parlaying the Holly Home fight and this uh, Claudia Gadelia fight. So uh, Pennington Home and Grasso Gadelia both to go to distance, and you can parlay that together for a pretty sweet return. The last fight I'm going to look at individually is going to be the Anthony Pettis fight. He fights against Diego Ferreira. Now, obviously, we all saw Pettis knock out Wonderboy. Um, I think that was just really a rare blast from the past. I think Pettis is a fading fighter. I think a few years ago, um, this would have been more of a competitive fight. But for me, I just see Diego Ferreira grinding this one out on points. Um, so that's three uh, fights in a row that I'm going for to to end up in a points decision. Diego Ferreira, Ferreira here is the same price as Holly Holm was to win via decision. So six to five for Diego Ferreira as a decision. So I'm relatively certain about that one as well. Um, for the lock from the UFC side of things, I'm going to go for Holly Holm to win her fight via decision. So no official play coming from the Conor McGregor fight. I don't think there's any value in anything there for Conor to win. Obviously, if it's the old Conor McGregor, as I said, he will find a way to win his fight inside the first couple of rounds. But there's probably a little bit of value on Donald Cerrone in this fight because he could be facing a rusty Conor McGregor. And Donald Cerrone is a great fighter who probably wants this 
quite a fair bit. So uh, definitely some value in the underdog in that one. Before we move on to the highly anticipated preview of the WWE Royal Rumble, let me take a quick time out to talk about mybookie.ag, the sponsor here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Use your promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's the way you want to bet on the McGregor Cowboy fight this weekend. And, of course, the other fights, you can bet on all the fights there, including my lock. Uh, There's also tons of college and NBA basketball there. It's a great prop creator for the NFL this weekend. Great source for in-game wagering, so you could have nicely cashed in on the Kansas City Chief like I did and my clients at lockbetting.com. Deposit and withdraw using Bitcoin for lightning-fast payments. Don't forget, the promo code is SGP. So head over to mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid. It's also one of your last chances to get involved at DraftKings. I can't believe it's already Conference Championship weekend just as we started to get locked in and making a load of money off NFL, just as the puzzle has been solved, the NFL is about to end. Um, Time's up for two of the teams playing this weekend because we are going to find out who plays in the Super Bowl, but you still have time to feed your fantasy fix with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, throw, catch means more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple as well. Just draft your lineup, stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of washing the game quite like having a free shot over 750 grand. Uh, plus, for a limited time only, all new and existing customers can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. So that's some extra crash for you guys to play with throughout the playoffs. The code for that is SGP. As per usual, the code is SGP for the deposit bonus of up to $500. Also want to take a second to mention Ace Per Head. So if you've ever thought about starting your own sports book, Ace Per Head is the place to go. Uh, they're here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with lines updated to the second and wages graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support as well, going 24-7, and they offer the sharpest lines in the industry. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, plus, Ace Per Head offers online in-game wagering, live betting, and a mobile experience that cannot be matched by anybody. Uh, get started today. Ace is offering up to six weeks for free. And of course, you head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Let me slow that down. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Last people I want to talk about is... ProSwap. ProSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, ProSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world. It's not an exaggeration. World's a big place, but they do find the best odds in the world. And that's because you're buying for another person. You're not betting against a house, so you can always find great deals. I'll give you an example before we close out. The, the sponsors here. Uh, last weekend, a better who wagered $20 on the Titans to win the Super Bowl at 300 to 1, uh, which were the odds in November, sold that ticket on ProSwap for $550. So that's like hitting a 26 to 1 shot already for the seller. And the buyer is also winning because he received 10 to 1 odds on the purchase, which is better than what you can get and uh, better than any sports book in the country. I believe the best odds is around about 8 to 1 on that. So definitely value and definitely worth checking out ProSwap. Sign up for ProSwap today and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit of up to $100. Just use the usual promo code SGP. Deposit and ProSwap will match it up to $100. So go to ProSwap.com today. 
skies, your childhood is calling you. You may recognize that music. It is the WWE Raw Rumble music. Well, the most famous Raw Rumble music. I think that was the music back then when Ric Flair won the 1992 Raw Rumble to become the WWF champion at the time. And we are heading towards the Raw Rumble next weekend. I do have permission from the guys to actually cover this on here, but... I'm only going to cover it briefly because if you want full Royal Rumble picks, head over to my website, lockbetting.com. Or you can even get WWE packages by going to Dirty Sheets, my Dirty Sheets website, which is dirtysheets.net. Or the dirtysheets.com, I have both of them. But dirtysheets.net, I would say, the easiest one to go to. I'm not going to preview the, the matches on this card. Haven't had many announced, really. Uh, Roman Reigns is competing in both the Royal Rumble and in a match. He takes on Baron Corbin. That will be on the card. Becky Lynch has a rematch against Oscar, which I feel that she's going to get through. Bray Wyatt defends his Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. And then, of course, the main events will be the Royal Rumble matches. For those of you who are not in the loop, we now have a women's Royal Rumble match and a men's Royal Rumble match as well loads of prop markets here um, we have winners markets final four markets and uh, most eliminations iron mans and shortest stay or iron woman as well i'm going to start with the, the women's match um shana baszler who was available when this light when this market opened at evens has now been backed into one to two she is going to be the winner unless um wwe can can quickly advance talks with ronda rousey because ronda rousey was the first choice here to have a rematch with becky lynch although last year wasn't a one-on-one -on -one match charlotte flair becky lynch and ronda rousey main evented last year's wrestlemania they did want ronda to come back and uh, face becky this year ronda said that she was going to go off and have some children but that actually hasn't transpired so i think wwe believed that she was available but so far there hasn't been any successful talk so in her place will be Shayna Baszler who quickly dropped the uh, NXT title to Rhea Ripley making her available to step into this slot I think that's the biggest matchup you can do short of doing Ronda there isn't really any other opponents here for Becky Lynch um, the biggest match I guess prior to this was the Oscar rematch because she legit does have a losing record to her and that match will be taking place at the Royal Rumble where I do believe Becky will get her win back could be worth parlaying Becky with Baszler here at the 1-2 price because Baszler probably will be winning this Royal Rumble in fact I'm certain that she is so I'd probably be recommending a bet on that as for the rest of it, I think the uh, Iron Woman bet has to go to Charlotte here at three to one. I think that's what she'll be given to compensate for the fact that she won't really be involved in a high profile match in the women's division this year. Um, it's interesting to see who Bailey will face on the other end of, of things, on the SmackDown things, because there isn't really any opponents for her. I wouldn't be surprised to see Lacey Evans and Bailey added to this card, and Lacey Evans picking up the title, making. Uh, a match between Banks and Lacey Evans here. So Banks could be an outsider to win this uh, Raw Rumble this year. Uh, if you are really looking for more value, she's available at 10 to 1 and she's 3 to 1 to be the Iron Woman in this match. I also like Charlotte Flair for the most eliminations here at 4 to 1 and also like Rhea Ripley at 4 to 1 as well. Um, Sasha Banks to be in the final four, I like at 1 to 2. So there's a few things I like here, here in the Women's Raw Rumble. Get the official picks over at lockbetting.com. 
Moving on to the men's side of things, well, Roman Reigns has emerged as a clear favourite at even money, and that's because we are most likely going to be seeing Roman Reigns against The Fiend taking place at WrestleMania. Whether it happens via a Raw Rumble win, I'm not 100% sure, but it's difficult for me to see a Raw winner, especially with the addition of Brock Lesnar into the Raw Rumble match. And the belief is, is that the Raw opponent will be determined by whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar. That's not official, but Brock Lesnar, for some reason, has entered this match, not only due to lack of opponents because they didn't, the company failed to build up any credible stars to challenge Brock Lesnar at this event, but it seems like an angle to actually build someone up. So somebody is likely to eliminate Brock Lesnar, hence starting a storyline feud as opposed to being the official winner of the Raw Rumble, which guarantees you a title shot at your chosen belt. So I think Roman will be the SmackDown guy. He'll probably win and choose Bray Wyatt on his own brand. And the Raw feud will involve the guy who eliminated Brock Lesnar. Now, this could be a number of people because Drew McIntyre has been booked very strongly on TV. I like him here as a six to four shot to finish inside the final four. Uh, Alistair Black could be another contender. He's been kept strong on TV. He's five to one to finish inside the final four. And another rumor is that Edge will be returning. He's four to one to finish inside the final four, but he's at even bigger odds to be the Iron Man here. And I like him as the as the Iron Man because it will show um, him in a good light and it will be a strong return. And you can get that as big as 28 to one here for him to be the Iron Man. Uh, Brock Lesnar is the favorite to be the Iron Man at 8 to 13. His favorite for the most eliminations at 2 to 1 is because he's starting number 1. I think Drew McIntyre is a good outsider for most eliminations too at 4 to 1. But ultimately, all things here point to Roman Reigns winning the match. And unfortunately, in my opinion, I think Kane Velasquez, the former UFC guy, could be the guy who gets the elimination on Brock. I don't want that to happen. I wasn't a fan of the Kane Velasquez Brock match the first time around. It was poor. I'm no interested in seeing a rematch. Uh, I don't think Kane's right for the WWE. Just because you do the UFC doesn't make you right for a WWE transition. It did work with Ronda. It would work with Conor McGregor. It would work with John Jones. I don't think Kane Velasquez has the, the personality to transfer over. And I definitely don't want to see another match between Brock Lesnar and Kane Velasquez at WrestleMania. But I do believe Wyatt versus Reigns and Velasquez versus Lesnar could be the direction that we go in after the conclusion of the Royal Rumble. But as I said, more information will be passed on to me and I'll be able to give you some insider picks over my website. You need to sign up though at, uh, at lockbetting.com or you can go to my other Patreon page and, and get these picks for slightly cheaper. There is a uh, combat pack over there if you just want MMA and WWE stuff, but that is all you'll get. And it's $40 and you head over to uh, the... Uh, DirtySheets.net. That's DirtySheets.net. We uh, we close out with my NFL thoughts. It's difficult for me to do the NFL this week because I can't really be neutral here. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. I have tickets on us to win the Super Bowl, tickets for us to win the, the NFC. So for me, I'm desperately pulling for Green Bay to win as a professional better. I would uh, I would think Rodgers is able to keep this one within seven and a half points. I would say the same for the Titans. Andy Reid actually has a crazy record against the Titans. They're the only team he hasn't beaten twice with a one and eight record against them. But um, I, I'm not really a believer in all these like numbers and statistical trends because it, you really have to take each situation as it is. I think the Titans-Chiefs game 
will be won by the team that gets out in front. Um, I, I do think uh, Kansas City Chiefs have a better chance of pulling back the lead, but I think you're going to see a lot more of Henry running the ball up if they're in front, whereas whereas uh, instead if they're chasing. If they're chasing this game, I think Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs easily win this game by, by the seven and a half that's been posted, probably win this by double digits. It's important for Tennessee to get their run game going early and challenge the Chiefs with it and get in front because if they're chasing the Chiefs, this is going to be a blowout and people will be wondering how the hell Tennessee even got there, even though we've seen evidence of how they got there. In the other game, I think it's really big for Rodgers. Um, Obviously, I'm going to say this, but I just have the feeling with the whole um, San Francisco 49ers not drafting him with him being a California boy. Coming back and haunting them, it's got that story. Also, the Chiefs-Packers was the matchup at, at Super Bowl One, so we get the rematch at Super Bowl 100. There's a lot of factors here, a lot of... Um, novelty factors which obviously isn't something that you want to be betting on because novelty is certainly not one of the top reasons that I would give to bet on something uh, I was a, there was a, um, a teaser that I saw uh, by the girl that actually works for the SGP and um I can't even claim it was my own because it pretty much was the the best bet I saw out this weekend she took the Chiefs down to uh, a half point and extended the Packers up to 14 and a half that's a great bet and um I should, I, I should, I'm not doing her a good um, a good service here by not remembering her name, but I know that it's a girl that the SGP have on board and uh, they post out her video picks every week. And this week she already landed LSU minus five. We, of course, landed LSU minus four as well here on, on my service, lockbetting.com, went against everybody backing uh, Clemson. Or an unbelievable run at the moment with tennis and, and the NBA. Um, really, really good month of January. It's a great time to sign up for LockBetting.com in time for these NFL picks, in time for the UFC card, and of course, WWE Royal Rumble that we've already covered. So we've got for a lot of shit here today on the fight show. And um, don't forget, head over to mybookie.ag to get yourself that $1,000 bonus so use the promo code SGP and get yourself the $1,000 bonus for those listening on the date sheet this is a double up show this week um, it's a, I'm not doing a separate edition of the man show so I think there's enough man show type content here for you guys to keep you going this week with Cav being away so that's it from me that's it for this edition of the man show slash fight show Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening, guys.